it's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girls' night all wrapped up into one. She's running on no sleep and I'm just running on the same amount of sleep that I've been running on for the past four and a half months. So we're starting to run low over here. <laughs> oh, I saw a, I saw a review the other day. I was like, you guys laugh too much. I was like, okay, Scrooge, <laughs> you guys laugh too much. Wow. Okay. You clearly don't laugh enough. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, should we tone it down? No, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not going to dis- I'm not going to contemplate whether I should laugh or not in response to something our listeners have said or that you have said. If you're funny, I'm going to give you the credit. Thank you. I'm sorry. Give credit where credit is due. Gosh dang I it. Will. Gosh darn it. <laughs> I don't even read the reviews anymore. <laughs> so, on that note, please leave a rate and review. <laughs> Maybe I'll read it if it's a nice. I one. read them. I read them. So you have uh, a lot more emotional um, bandwidth than I do these days. So. Well, I've only read them as I've been with Patrick. Once Patrick's back mm. deployed, I'm not you re- won't. reading them. Smart. <laughs> you pick your seasons. That's a good one. This is not my season right now. So. There's a reason for the season. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Baby Jesus at Christmas time. <laughs> okay what i will say here in japan everyone has already decorated for halloween all of universal studios was decorated for halloween oh well that's normal their churros were halloween the like burger place i went to the other day had a halloween decor i'm like it's september well it's cool that they celebrate that because in germany they didn't ever really sell they didn't trick-or-treat they didn't celebrate halloween they always just decorated for fall oh okay yeah, I don't think they decorate for fall here. I think it's like any just straight chance. up pumpkins and skeletons. Well, yeah, it's like any chance we get to dress up, we're down. Like, <laughs> so like they're gonna ride this out September through November. I they already they don't have like Thanksgiving. It's very common to like see people dressed up in costume in Japan. Mm. Um, oh, like Comic Con kind of stuff. Yeah, like uh furry stuff and like anime like powerpuff girl looking thing um like a lot of ears like headbands with ears okay um (laughs) normal for here (laughs) totally not normal in the states (laughs) totally not normal in the states except i know someone a couple people in high school that did that in California so I guess just depends on where you're at but Pat- Patrick was telling me that one guy on the boat is a furry and I was like interesting and then he had to explain to his higher ups what a furry was no way and so <laughs> trying to explain that <laughs> well sir it is <laughs> oh yeah so. isn't it when they believe that they are it's like when they dress up in costume in like a like head 
they head to get, toe. Like, yeah, like fur stuff and they go to like furry conventions and like some right. people have like a furry fetish kind of like sexual thing going on. I don't know. But um, so okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Halloween in Japan. Yes, straight up. And it's September 7th. Eighth year, I mean, yeah. I'll give it to them. I put up my fall decor, but I have Halloween decor and fall decor, and I did not touch the Halloween decor yet. So you're already fall decorated, dude. Yeah, every year that's like my like birthday kickoff. That's true. <laughs> is, is it's gonna be decorated for fall? My house like in a Kentucky. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, actually, yeah, it makes sense. September. My house in Kentucky stills Fourth of July decor out. Nice, nice. So, you're patriotic. Your husband's gonna be deployed again. Like, it's yeah. Just a, you except you should get you should get pumpkins oh straight up out it's gonna be so cute i'm gonna get like the corn like stalks <gasps> that like go on the yes. pillars and mums yep and then the pumpkins um and because my you have to visit you have megan hasn't visited yet but i haven't really I haven't. been home i had um, a kid and you haven't been there so <laughs> yeah yeah so it's gonna be cute but anyways moving on what is your let's start with heck no oh go on sorry pause you've never met genie yes what? you have what yes you have <laughs> never mind <laughs> never mind never mind <laughs> never mind carry on i guess heck no <laughs> patrick like, no. hasn't patrick hasn't that's right okay yeah um that was funny uh <laughs> okay what's your heck no <laughs> my heck no is just mosquitoes uh, every Valid. time every time it gets cool enough here we think oh my gosh we should look into buying land here we don't hate it so much here it's actually really nice here we could see ourselves living here and then mosquitoes come out and we're like nope can't do it it's like the state bird of the south and we can't do it i don't know the state it bird <laughs> it's really not i think it actually might be the state bird of alaska i, I think actually that's it's not even fact. a bird maybe it's not maybe it's not fact maybe it's just running joke but it's it's also the running joke of the south that it's a state bird down here because they're terrible they're the worst so just bite you all up yeah then i don't know what is yeah okay so it was so funny because well she's not gonna think it it's funny shout out emily she was helping me move in to japan when patrick wasn't here and she got eaten up alive when we we, we were moving in because like all the doors were yeah. open as like furniture was coming in. I didn't get one mosquito bite. She got like upwards of twenty. Are and you she serious? Was, How did you not get any? I, we came down to the conclusion that I had not eaten fruit in more than three weeks, and so, so- didn't want your body. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm gathering. Yeah. Yeah, because fruit's so expensive in Japan. I just oh. didn't buy it. That's fair. And uh, yeah, so... oh. anyways, but yeah, imagine. freaking mosquitoes. I just don't understand. Um, I'm gonna ask God about them. Okay. When Lord willing, I get to heaven. I'm. Oh, <laughs> that's like... gonna be my first question. Megan <laughs> goes to adoration to prayer. <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, priorities. <laughs> not going to talk about motherhood your vocation and spiritual direction mosquitoes father help me help me understand the mosquitoes <laughs> literally growing up i always just thought it's from original sin there probably <laughs> never were mosquitoes or the mosquitoes did not suck people's blood until original sin entered the world 
This is the most Megan childhood thought I've ever heard. (laughs) That's also why ants bite and why lions are mean and scary. (laughs) So that's like, that's all I can come up with. So I plan on having this conversation with the Lord up in heaven someday, but (laughs) until then they suck. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That was funny. Um, Okay. Thanks for laughing. I appreciate your (laughs) laughter. (laughs) Laughter. So my heck no is a story. Um, Let me set the scene. Patrick and I last weekend are in Osaka, Japan. One of, I think it's the second or third largest city in Japan. Um, And we're staying at this nice hotel and in the bottom floor of the building, like the hotel was like 40th floor and up kind of thing, but like they also had the bottom floor. So like a lot of hotels and cities, it's like they, they have the top stories because they want the view. And then like the middle stories are like business or whatever. But typically the hotel would have like the bottom lobby, like an entrance at the bottom floor that has like guest services, whatever. Before we were leaving the hotel or no, before we checked in, I needed to use the restroom and there was a bathroom in the first floor of this building. And I just don't know how to under like explain this, but Japanese toilets, like on the wall of the stall, there's at least 10 buttons and they all look identical to me and they, I, they, I can't read any of them. Mm -hmm. And every bathroom has a different flush button. So some flush automatically, some you have to wave your hand over a sensor, some you press a button. And so I was like, trying to flush and I'm like waving my hand over different things and I'm like and then also <laughs> karate chopping the air in the stall yeah and then on top of it there's a whole nother like keypad of different music that is played while you're going to the bathroom like it can be loud or soft and it's Wait, like this was in cars too really it's a thing yes I didn't know it was real. That's hilarious. Yeah, so it's like it's like a waterfall or birds chirping, and like in this experience. Yeah, like this is in people's homes and public restrooms. Like it's always a thing, and everyone looks different. And so I'm like, okay, it's like I waited like two minutes to see if there was sensors. It was gonna flush. I'm like, okay, so there's this orange button, and I was like, it was by itself. I'm like, okay, this is probably the flush. So I click it. An alarm starts going. <laughs> I can't even finish the story. An alarm starts going off. It's like beep, beep, beep. I'm like, oh my god! So I quickly go out of the bathroom. Don't even wash my hands. There's an Never older flushed. Lady. No, there's. But I heard it flush as I walked out of the stall. I'm like, <laughs> which sensor did I miss? And. I walk out, there's a lady, older lady, probably like 70, washing her hands. I like walk really fast out of the bathroom, turn a corner, find Patrick. And he's like trying to like dilly dally talk to me. And I'm like, we need to go. And on my way out, I see the security guards running into the bathroom. <laughs> Patrick's like, what's that noise? <laughs> nothing, nothing. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I don't know, but I pressed a button and I'm blaming it on the older lady that's still in the bathroom. <laughs> She's going to get interrogated by the police. Too bad you stick out like a sore thumb over there. 
And Patrick's like, they totally knew it was you. hundred percent. Like, no, they did not. <laughs> How? But, what makes you say that? <laughs> but there was like the lobby woman running and then the security guard. And I think it's like a help I've fallen button. But I'm oh, like, oh. it's in orange. Like it's not in red. Right. You know? Right. Normally that stuff's oh. in red. I know, but some of their like go signs are in red here. And I'm like, like whenever they have an open sign, it's in red. And then a green oh. sign is in it or green sign means closed. I'm like, what is going on? Um, but yeah, That's so I so set off an alarm in a very bougie hotel and ran from it. And that was the beginning of our trip. Just the beginning. Did you do it again? There was many failures like superseding that moment, but um oh. Oh. Anyways, I was like, heck no, I had to share it. I was like, this is so embarrassing. Now I never want to press. I would rather not flush than have that happen again. Oh, I agree. 100%. Yeah. Well, now, uh, you know, there's a chance that when you just walk, turn away and walk out of the stall, it'll flush on its own anyways. No. <laughs> Frick. Also, sometimes <laughs> when you walk into the bathroom, you hit a certain point that where you're standing in front of the toilet and the seat goes up automatically. This yeah. is like, and they're heated sometimes. Like if, if it's a hotel room and like, it's a seat that you would actually want to sit on, they're heated. What? Yeah. This is a full on like luxury experience. It, this is, they have music. The temperature is just right. They have, wow. <laughs> they want you to stay a while. I know. <laughs> Relax. Stay a while. <laughs> uh, yeah. They take it very seriously. Um, okay. What's your heck yes? Um, my heck yes is that our sitter got Jeannie down, not our, not our new nanny yet, but our old sitter for the past year, she got Jeannie down. I could hear fussing downstairs. Normally I would just get up and run downstairs and put her to sleep. But I was like, you know what? No, I need to know that other people can put her to sleep. Yes. I'm working on this. It was one of my Instagram posts in the past week or so, you guys. I'm working on a healthy detachment, um, mainly emotional, a little bit detachment from Jeannie because it went too far south where it was like I was, she and I were going to be dependent on each other for the rest of our lives and that's not healthy. So (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that was the road it was going down if I hadn't gone a spiritual direction. Um, but yeah, I said her within a couple minutes. She was just fussy. She's crying. I knew she was safe. I knew she was fed. I knew she was fine. My sitter got her down and transferred her to our bed asleep. Wow. And I wanted to like pay her a million bucks because I was like, <laughs> no one besides Avery occasionally has been able to do that. Like I have been the only one. Avery was able to help with feedings for Carrie because Carrie took a bottle and a boob. Avery was able to like, he didn't have work because it was COVID. So he was able to just help out a lot more with Carrie. It has literally been Jeannie, myself, and my boobs for four and a half months. And our sitter finally did it. So that was my heck yes. Cause I was like that, that like a huge weight just, okay. Other people like, can it's do possible. This yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. So, wow. That's, that's actually a really big milestone. milestone. Yeah. It's huge. And she takes pacifiers now. Like champ, like she's always taking them. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> so, it was just time. She was just in a mood, you know? Yeah. She's just, yeah. 
in a mood yeah. is a good way to put it. It's <laughs> kind of like when kids like are delayed talking, but then like one day they just have full sentences and you're like, yeah. so you're you like, were holding out on me this whole time. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you could have explained and not thrown a temper <laughs> tantrum this whole time. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, oh, and then do you have another heck yes? I see a little no. something written down. Okay. Okay. Oh, do um, I? Oh. Chef a shipper. It's called Chef Timber. Oh. <laughs> um a girl it's, like, it's kind of far away and i was like <laughs> chef is shember i'm like it's probably know what i thought because i thought it was like it's i want to know probably a german food that you had when you lived in germany <laughs> um that would be shoot what was it i was telling avery tonight actually that i miss it uh i don't remember what it's called anyways september um and jordan page i think you follow her too i don't know maybe you got lots of kids and she's all into budgeting and stuff she does this thing called it shelf timber and it's a quote-unquote juice cleanse for your budget and for your grocery bill um and you essentially take the month of september to shop your shelves and the bottom of your freezer and all the places where you store food that you've bought that you end up tossing out because it reaches its expiration date. Yeah. You do that all September and then you can only spend up to $50 a week on groceries. So because I don't have enough going on in my life, I decided to pick up a new challenge. (laughs) I love this. And do it. And so far, so good. I literally made you will not believe this. There were wrinkly grape like tomatoes. They weren't too old, but they were too old to cut and have a crisp yeah. like chomp, chomp to them. Yes. 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 <laughs> and so I was like, I need to figure out something to do with those because like food ain't flying around the shelves right now. So I baked them and blended them with basil from our backyard, milk, and like chicken broth and made tomato soup with it and Avery said it was the best tomato soup he's ever had in his life and I've never felt more like a housewife than in that and moment. And you just like made it up? No, Pinterest baby. Oh. <laughs> 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 no. That's the one thing that is really cool. If you have anything that you want to make something with, you just Google artichoke hearts recipe and you have 50 options. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. you do the same thing with cherry tomatoes. There you go. That's so, I love that shelf timber. Um, yeah. It's something where, because like I'm always moving around, it's something that I have to be really cautious of because it's like, I literally am leaving like homes, you know? So um, you have like Patrick and I have to be really like anything we buy, like the only stuff in our fridge is stuff that we're going to eat that week the only stuff in our cupboard is like stuff we're going to use in the next two weeks so it's something where I think when you have kids you accumulate more stuff you know um that is true but like our fridge is always empty unless it's like leftovers or the ingredients for the next meal that's (laughs) nice though that's like yeah that used to stress me out but we're getting to that point now where we're eating everything we're buying and that's making me so happy because that is my least favorite thing is wasting money on food yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. And like throwing it away. Well, it disturbs yes. Patrick more. I'm like, we had good intentions. Like, <laughs> like that almond milk, we had good intentions of doing a lot of overnight oats, but 
we didn't get around to it. <laughs> the overnight oats were forgotten and replaced with Chick-fil-A chicken minis. So sorry. <laughs> Actually, they were replaced with chocolate chip banana bread, but oh um <laughs> yeah. what is that all you had for breakfast? Uh yes, but um we're big corned beef hash people and we also had corned beef hash for breakfast. Yeah. Do you know what that is? No. Oh, it's meat in a can. <laughs> no, it's so good. It's like it's like beef and then I don't know what the corned means. And then it's like hash, <laughs> like it's like potatoes, like mixed up. And corned beef hash is like something I always try to order at restaurants. But anyways, you get it in a can. It's super cheap. And it's like the best breakfast meat. I think it's better than bacon. Okay, I'll make sure to have some on stock next time you come visit. I've never heard of that before in my life. Yeah, buy one, buy one, and then just put it in a pan and like flatten it like a pancake. Let it sit there until it gets crispy. Then try to flip the whole thing over. Let it sit there again. I'll mix okay. it up and then get a egg and uh, it's great. Okay. Anyways. I can't knock it till I try it, but that's true. Heck yes. Do you have a heck yes? Oh yeah. So my heck yes is, um, by the way, I just realized we never told them what today's topic was, but we'll get oh. into that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my heck yes is that Patrick and I've really made the most out of our time. Uh, it's something where like you have, we did the math. It was like either 60 or 90 weekends in Japan when we live here because he's deployed so much. It like mm. comes down to like that amount of we've tried to make the most out of every single weekend, um, whether we're traveling or like going to a party or staying somewhere local and like visiting stuff, whatever it is. And as he's about to leave again um, and I'll go back to the States I'm just like so proud of us for like not wasting. It's like nostalgic. It's like, okay, that was like, it was time well spent. Like it's yeah, never going to be We did our best. Time, yeah. But we did our best and yeah, we didn't waste any second. So yeah, that's like a, that's definitely like a heck yes. That's um, a good we're not feeling. Wasting food. We're not wasting time and we're just winning over here. We're all being prudent. It's a great thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a good feeling though, because then you don't go back going like, oh, I wish we would have, or like resenting any bit of it. You're like, no, 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 we did all Mm -hmm. the things that we could have done. And now you have like new memories in Japan and of Japan with him, which is super sweet. Right. Right. Yeah. It's like vacation as much as you can. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's what Japan is apparently. Well, because you guys are a little (laughs) bit living in extremes right now. So he deploys and you live solo and then you vacation together and then he deploys again and you vacation <laughs> and like, I mean, is this healthy good, living but... in on vacation you've only ever lived on vacation with your husband is this good <laughs> yeah we live in honeymoon phase yeah you just have drawn out the honeymoon phase that's for sure we're like but you know when like that's my only fear I think I told I told him this I was like so typically a like, honeymoon phase lasts like one or two years but ours and then like you know, crap hits the fan. Mm-hmm. Um, not like, you know, just like things start well, to get like, more oh, real, this whatever. Is real life. Yeah. I don't know, but that's what people say. And yeah. there's always exceptions, but, um, I'm like, well, that's gonna be like year 10 for us because yeah. at three years of marriage, we would have only spent 
a little over a year together. So, <laughs> so you do the math. <laughs> so this ratio. <laughs> well, I was going to say, it's a beautiful thing that you're talking about your life situation right now as the honeymoon phase. So that's a plus. Yeah. <laughs> the average person would look at this and be like, nope. I I want to skip the honeymoon. <laughs> the honeymoon phase is completely pretending that each other don't exist half the year. <laughs> oh gosh. This is so healthy. So healthy. <laughs> As like my blood pressure skyrockets. And, um, <laughs> my cortisol is just through the roof. Oh my um, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, today's topic is all about mm. what we've learned from our husbands yes like lessons practical things things about ourselves things that yeah. like we admire in them that have taught us something yes but before we jump in Meg you want to talk about hollow yeah they just got our guy uh Harrison on it I know I saw Harrison Butker I said Harrison on a first name basis like I'm like buddy buddies with them and I'm not my husband is but it's okay um <laughs> that means you are you are one this is true this yep. is true um, yeah, but he just showed up on their front page, which is really freaking cool. And it it's just looks so, so awesome. cool. So like what they do is they have a whole like meditation section of athletes. And so Butker's is talking about like um, under pressure, like uh, the, like there's an emergency novena, there's a plane with joy kind of like talk and then uh, faith under pressure. So it's really cool. And then they have people like Brett Favre talks about resilience and like um, Grace McCollum, she's a gymnast. She talks about prayerful stretches and yeah, it's just really so cool that they've been able to develop this sector um, of the app. Genius. Yeah. As a college athlete, I would have thrived having that. Would have been much better than listening to Kevin Gates. I don't even know who that is. That's a good thing. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> that you don't know. But it's just so cool. Like they literally have something for everything. And you can get three month free trial. 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 Three month. <laughs> three month free trial. Okay. Three month free trial. at www.hollow.com slash what in the dang heck. Um, but it is the best guided meditation prayer app. And it's also Catholic, which is a big bonus because mm-hmm. there's so many like, and there's even so many like very like new agey or like spiritual, like headspace or calm, you know, like meditative, yeah. but this is prayer. This is legit. There's millions of users. Like it's the best, one of the best apps that I've actually ever used in, yeah. in actual, like coming from a tech background, the actual like features and smoothness right. of the product yeah. is incredible. Um, but yeah, check it out. You can, whether you have five minutes to yourself or 30 minutes to yourself, you will find or no minutes to yourself. You can just hear the rosary True. out loud for you. It's great. True. <laughs> no, literally no minutes to yourself, but minutes available in the air to play something. Yes. Um, <laughs> check out hollow three months is a big deal and mm-hmm. you might as well just try it. I mean, you never know. Um, what do you got to lose? It literally can't hurt. And this may be your sign. Take this as a sign. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, here we go laughing again. I know. We don't want that. Sorry for the giggles. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. So with that, all the links are in our show notes. Check them out. Hollow.com slash what in the dang heck. Um, oh, real quick. Also, Patreon. Oh, shout yeah. out. So first of all, thank you for all of our current Patreon members. We so appreciate yes. it. It helps us continue to put out episodes each week for you all. Mm-hmm. Um, but you want to talk about what our topic is for September 18th? Yeah. So it's going to be based again, sort of on our relationships, but it's going to be talking about through trans talking about transition through rough seasons in our lives. Um, so we'll talk about like engagement, um, long distance, CC can touch on deployments. <laughs> We're going to talk about on engagement and you yeah. can talk about like transition from like moving and then motherhood. Um, yep. And just like how it affects, like what those conversations have looked like, what we wish we, how we wish we would have handled things better or Mm -hmm. how we appreciated how our husbands, whatever it is, handled things. Um, how we navigated transitions in our marriages and our lives thus far. Um, Mm -hmm. specifically the ones closer to, (laughs) to where we are in our life right now, not the ones when we were children, but (laughs) yeah, (laughs) yeah. So that's going to be awesome. And we're definitely going to open it up for discussion as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's on zoom. It's, we try to do every second Sunday of the month, but because of my travels back to the States, we have to do September 18th. Um, it's going to be at 7 30 PM central 8 30 PM Eastern. I believe that's 5 30 PM Pacific. Um, so show notes, uh, has all the links, but pretty much our Patreon, you can donate whatever amount you feel comfortable with. And whether it's a dollar, whether it's a hundred dollars and you get access to our monthly chats. So definitely check it out. Yeah. I'm really excited too, just because after the grieving past identities podcast that we recorded, we had a lot of listeners relate to it. And a lot of listeners going through hard transitions right now. So we felt like this was timely and needed. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how we came up with this. It's kind of like a second episode to that, if that makes sense. A sequel. (laughs) A sequel, a much more intentional, deep sequel, personal sequel. Yep. Yep. Um, All right. So do you want to just hype up our men? I know. (laughs) Well, it was so the way I came up with this topic was because we were laying in bed the other day and Patrick was like like what are the things that you have learned from me and I was like oh that's such a good question and he was like because what I've learned from you is that there's always so much more possible and there's like uh a certain level of ambition that I've learned from you and that like we can we can be and we can have whatever it is that we are working towards. Like nothing is out of reach. Um, And so, yeah, that was like really cool. And so it got me thinking and I was like, this is such a good topic. Uh, Cause it's just good to reflect. Like even while we're going through stuff, like definitely you take time to also reflect whether it's your boyfriend, your husband, um, whoever it is, sorry, excuse me. I don't know what happened there. Um, (laughs) But yeah, Megan, do you want to kind of just like go through, we can talk and like 
go back and forth. Go back and forth. We, we can start with the uh, the practical. And one of the very first things that Avery taught me early in the marriage, um, he taught me how to clean cast iron and that you never, ever soak it and that you never, ever use soap. <laughs> and I was very grateful that we stayed married after I did both of those things. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, so he taught me how to clean cast iron and now we cook almost entirely in cast iron, which is hilarious because I'd never seen one touched one used one prior to marriage with Avery. So apparently yeah, they're there's better like- for you. I think there's some families that are cast iron and some families that aren't. Yeah. Now, if you have an electric stove, you're typically you're not supposed to use cast iron. Um, why? Oh my yeah, because it scratches the stove top. Oh. So, like if like wow. if you're renting, like typically yeah. your lease will say you can't use cast iron. Wow, interesting. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you about that later. Mm-hmm. We um, own the house, so it doesn't matter. But yeah. <laughs> screw it, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> we had to replace the stove anyways <laughs> but what I hate is like freaking scrubbing out the stuff like once you cook something season well it's still like if you're making eggs still nope. there's gonna be like stuff stuck to it not that you can't just pour water over and a little bit of a brush yeah that's what I hate doing okay but it's not like where it cakes it doesn't cake it shouldn't cake to the pan because like mine, I use salt, then I put like salt in olive oil yeah. and I like use a paper towel and use the salt as almost like an exfoliant because mm-hmm. if there's like burnt stuff onto it, I don't want that burnt yeah. stuff like sitting in, in my next cabinet. food yeah. or like sitting in my cabinet, right? Like growing True. whatever grows on burnt food. So <laughs> <laughs> that's my only thing. I'm like, <sighs> this is kind of annoying because you can't stick it in the dishwasher. Um, yeah. That is my biggest pet peeve is that I can't stick it in the dishwasher. Yeah. And that I can't just let it soak. I like letting pans soak so forever to just prolong the cleaning process. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but oh, that is a good you? the the person that actually taught me how to clean a cast iron is Mary Lennenberg and her husband. Oh, they'd be proud here in this then. Mm-hmm. Proud proud parents like to took Avery. me through a tutorial and like showed me. <laughs> how to do it. It was really helpful. Um, okay. All of mine aren't really. None of yours are practical. The one I guess is like, um, handwritten letters matter. Mm. Um, he's taught me that he was, um, a babe about writing you. Yeah. And like, he, he is like, has always been a letter writer before me like yeah. to old teachers and to like contact with friends and like that's something he's always done and people remember him by it and it matters I love that it does yeah. uh Claire from Finding Philothea was saying the other day on her story is that there's something so beautiful about handwritten letters because you have to actually take the time to sit down and put your thoughts to paper and that person receiving the letter then receives it knowing that you spent time on them and it wasn't just a quick text. It wasn't just a, you know, yeah. like you spent intentional time on them. And I was like, wow, that is a really beautiful way of looking at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I never, yeah, that is, it is true. That's how I feel. I just, I, I guess I haven't put that in the words. Yeah. Love letter writing. Love receiving letters. <laughs> yeah. You're such a letter girl. I am. I cry every time I receive a letter. Um, the other thing Avery taught me how to do was how to cook entirely from scratch. I was a big um, frozen rolls, 
frozen meatballs, frozen whatever kind of gal. <laughs> and he was not. I guess it comes with the territory of the cast iron, but he always cooked from scratch. And now I only cook from scratch for the most part. Um, and we the, the food just tastes so much better that way. But for sure. It's also just fun because he taught taught me how to do it in the kitchen. And so it was like a fun thing for us to learn together how to cook from scratch and apparently well, there's like certain some... knives that you oh, use <laughs> i could I give know. two rips about that but <laughs> yeah what were some of the meals you guys first like learned to cook together oh well the first one that made him open up about teaching me was i made spaghetti the way i'd always grown up having spaghetti which was with prego sauce and frozen meatballs and frozen texas toast and <laughs> He was like, this is one of my favorite meals that you make. And I was like, oh, thanks. And I kept making it for the first however many months of our marriage. And eventually he was like, hey, can we try making my mom's spaghetti? And I was like, sure. He gave me a recipe and it was like straight up tomato paste, tomato sauce, bay leaves, like garlic, sugar, salt, all these things. And I was like, you want me to make you're like, but why? I know. I was like, this says it takes like 45 minutes. Why? And then I made it and I was like, I will never buy Prego again. I will never buy Prego again. I'll never buy frozen Texas toast again. Like I get it. There's seasons. We have not found that season yet. Even with two under three, like I would still rather make it from scratch. It's so much better. And it's typically cheaper too. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh huh. And you actually like eat it then and yes. it just doesn't get like freezer burnt and shoved in the bottom of your freezer. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. The leftovers taste better too. It's just a whole different ball game. Yeah. Because like if you buy the meat, like the ground beef and the sausage, you have to use it. Yep. That actually I just made homemade homemade meatballs the other day. It was my first time making them and they were really good. So good. We just had them tonight. I made homemade pork meatballs. They're called Swedish meatballs, I guess. I don't know. Oh yeah. Yeah. With like a white sauce? Uh it was like a light brown sauce. Okay got it so so yummy yum um what are some other practicals uh the only other practical one was um the importance and the right to bear arms (laughs) second amendment yeah i swore i would never have guns in our house i didn't grow up with them in my house and when I met Avery and he told me he was going to put one in his nightstand, I was like, yeah, yeah, you thought. like It's because he no grew up way. in an Air Force home. That's so Literally, Air Force. It's Air Force <laughs> versus Marines. And it's very obvious the difference. And uh, now I can't imagine being married to someone who doesn't own guns, doesn't know how to use guns, doesn't um, like um, what's passionately defend the right to bear arms. <laughs> especially in the world that we live in today like things just took a 180 after we got married and (laughs) the (laughs) country just kind of went whack and now I'm very very grateful but I'd never held a gun never shot a gun or anything until I met Avery and now I'm literally considering doing like gun safety courses and like getting my own one to have on me to conceal carry which is crazy I would never like if I would have someone would have told me hey in four years you're gonna have a concealed carry I'd have been like okay you're you're high um <laughs> but here I am so oh well Alabama's place to do it it is I'm sure the laws aren't that they've restricted there 
They are not. <laughs> that makes sense though. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, I, I never was really like introduced to hunting, but I love that Patrick did it. Um, yeah. he can't now. Love obviously. A good deer. Yeah. You deer don't meat. have guns in Japan, but oh, well. yeah, I don't have any more. Do you have any more practicals? I don't think so. Um, okay. Yeah, no, the rest of them are like things. Oh, <laughs> I guess the chiropractor is practical. He introduced me to the chiropractor, which I like to I like to share because I think people think I'm the crunchy one and I'm the one that's holistic and everything, which I am, but like not without the help of Avery. I never would have been to the chiropractor, never would have known seeing the chiropractor if Avery hadn't gotten me the gift of chiropractic care during my pregnancy with Carrie. <laughs> The gift. The gift of <laughs> chiropractic care. Yeah, we've never, I've never done the chiropractor. I feel like there's chiropractor families and not chiro- chiropractor families. Well, and I just like up. never <laughs> grew up doing it or Me neither. Like, had a reason for it. So, um, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So mine, yeah, are more like. Let's, get, in- let's dive deep. Let's dive deep. Let's get beyond the cast iron. <laughs> okay so mine I'll just like go through so one of them is internal dialogue I had never had internal dialogue that involved how I acted towards someone else prior to meeting Patrick so So never go ahead elaborate yeah like when people are like think before you speak I'm like I would think before I spoke but in relation to something I'm saying on the podcast or like something I'm saying out like to the world or whatever it was, right. or like in conversation with like a coworker, but like, I didn't have that, like, think before you speak thing towards a uh, man. Like, uh-huh. I don't know. I just like, it never was that filter was never there um, until I met Patrick And there's totally that internal, like, I can hear the internal dialogue in my head of being like, oh, you're annoyed about that. Don't say it. Are you going to say that? I know you're like, you're thinking that, (laughs) but don't say that. Just let it go. Like, I can literally hear it in my head. And like, it's, he has taught me that he like, not like subconsciously because like, he's so good at it. Mm-hmm. and it's not like I'm holding back saying whatever it's just like oh you left that on the counter like instead of telling him that he left it on the counter just like freaking pick it up or bring it to him right like he doesn't care that he left it on the counter otherwise he wouldn't have left it on the counter like right. <laughs> <laughs> well it's funny that you wrote it as that because I wrote the same thing in a different word I said how to, he taught me how to bite my tongue as in he taught me how to like not oh. make that first like not be reactive with my like every thought I had did not need to be spoken out loud. Yes. <laughs> and I, I wonder if that's just like a, a universal woman thing because he was like, did that help the situation? And I'm like, no, not really. Did it make you feel better? No, not really. And then like, why well, are I you am. saying it? I'm like, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> it made me but feel better true. in my head. <laughs> right. Well, it made me feel more powerful or in control or whatever. Like, oh, I'm I'm right. Because a lot of the time it's that I told you so kind of comment. Or like mm-hmm. I like 
I asked you to do that already or like I know better typically is the comments that are being made and they're never helpful they never make our marriage any closer and it never does anything for me besides like bust up my pride for like two seconds Mm -hmm. which is not good either (laughs) so yeah uh-huh I relate to that one Hi. another thing would be like he gave me a model of like how to appropriately apologize mm. um like he's like very good at it and even in a way where even if it's not anything serious it's like we're like deciding if like that what were we deciding we were de- deciding if middle school was six through eight or seven and eight and he was like junior high is seven through eight it was like well middle school is six through eight and there was like this whole thing and then we googled and it's like turns out junior high and middle school are different things but anyways it ended up being like I was more right and he's like always the first to be like you were right like I was wrong you were right like kind of thing like even yeah. though it's like a stupid like it doesn't even matter we were just like having fun with it he's always like so right away just being like you're right you're right and even if it doesn't matter but he's like has such a good example of how to apologize and uh how to like not make anything a big deal because some people could actually get ticked off at each other for something like that right it's like no I'm literally like just freaking I'm right like I went to middle school six through eight like right you know (laughs) (laughs) it's true well I think it's one of the most attractive things is when they're able to like they're humble enough and confident enough in themselves that they're able to acknowledge when they're wrong Mm -hmm. and I think it almost like lets us in and lets us know that like one it's okay to be wrong And two, the other person is deserving of the respect of an apology. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. he, he cares more about me to apologize and whatnot than he does about winning the argument. And I should also feel the same way. Like a great example, set a good example of it's okay to be wrong. Right. That's such a good way to put it. And it's not gonna... Like, it doesn't mean that you are weak or it doesn't mean that you are dumb or whatever. It's just like, oh, yeah, I'm human. Yeah, cool. Whatever. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, cool. (laughs) Yep. Because we can get so emotional. (laughs) I know. I know. And it's just like so just like easy for, well, they make it seem so easy, which is great because it like makes me simplifies. Yeah. Um, another thing is he has taught me the importance of the supporting role. Mm. And I think it's like, you know, you don't see the importance of a vice president. If you are the press, like if you're from the outside, you're like, well, the president, like, I don't see the importance of the vice president, you know, or like the, you know how like every coming of age movie is like the understudy and the main role. And it's like, the understudy is like a total loser yeah. and like, <laughs> and it's like I just never saw the importance of the important the supporting role in the sense of like for instance me to him being deployed like I am a supporting and necessary role to his life yes and he needs me to be able to take care of his life that's away from deployment because if not me who else and like 
I need him. Like he is my supporting role because like I am involved in a startup and like, I you have, have his tricare. <laughs> right. Like I have his tricare. I have insurance, but like I have the freedom to like go head first into yeah. a career and take a chance with it. And you know, whatever, whatever that looks like, because like he has takes a major role and I'm, you know, he, or he is a supporting role to like this dream, whatever it is, right. you know, like this ambition, yeah. um, like I couldn't do it without his supporting role. And I so literally thought about that today. Keep going. Yeah. Just like the importance of it. Like I've never seen that. And, um, he's like such a good partner to have and, it's not a competition thing of like, right. You're chasing after your dreams. And like, I can't, cause I'm like stuck in the military and like sign my life away and like, whatever it is. Like, it's yeah. not like that. It's not like, uh, I want to be the lead of this, whatever it is. It's like, I am okay being a supporting role and we are okay being each other's supporting roles because like, that's what partnership is. Yes. Um, so that's like really cool that he's been able to just create that, uh, atmosphere. I love that. That's so good. I was thinking about that today when, um, cause I was talking about how I need a cup filler. How I've been running on empty and women uh-huh. say that, Oh, you can run on empty. You can run empty. I'm like, no, you can't. You need a cup. filler. <laughs> and uh, we finally got a nanny this week and started with her. And I didn't use her for anything besides work time. Cause I really truly need to like catch up a little on work. And so I didn't go get my nails done or go to the thrift store or anything like that. I literally just did work, but it was a cup filler because it wasn't like, because it's something I love doing. And the only reason I'm able to be so quote unquote nonchalant or like creative or um, go with the flow with my work is because of Avery's career. If Avery didn't have a career (laughs) that he, the career that he does, that's stable and consistent in the way that it is. I couldn't just, I wouldn't have the freedom to, I mean, you and I both are in the same position. We wouldn't have the freedom to just kind of come up with new things that we want to try. Yeah. Literally take chances left and right because we have something to fall back on, but flip coin. He couldn't do what he does as well as he does. If I didn't take on all of the housework, if I didn't take on the supporting role. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's, that's one of my favorite things about us. Cause I mean, for me as an athlete, I was on a team my whole life. And so it's like getting to do that with your best friend and it, like looking at it through that lens of like, oh my gosh, we're on a team and I'm really good at this part. So I'm going to play this part. He's really good at this part. And so he's going to do that and they're going to both help the other one succeed. And it's going to be great. And because of it, we're both going to have a better life for it and a better marriage for it. It's awesome. Yeah. It's so like, when you look at it, it's like, gosh. I couldn't do it without him and he couldn't do yeah. it without me. Yeah. Like, that's that. You know, we would be like 10 years behind in these things that we're taking chances on or things that we're doing. Yeah. And he would maybe be eating frozen meals and that would suck. So, <laughs> so like, you know, it works. It works. Yeah. Um, another one for me is. <laughs> Okay. So let me set the scene. So we at the MCX, which is like the department store on base, I had bought like a long white t-shirt in this sports bra that I was going to wear to Universal Studios. Well, before we went to Osaka where Universal is, we went last weekend. I'm like trying on the sports bra and I got a medium 
And I was like, at the store, I was like, frick, like I do have a big rib cage. Like I, maybe I should get a large. <laughs> like, I know it's so random, but I do like, I have a big okay. rib cage. I don't know. That's just something, whatever. Like, it's not like I'm like heavy chested. Right. It's like literally my actual ribs like protrude out. So okay. <laughs> I'm we like, to see oh. it. So I'm like trying on the sports bra and it's like so tight and I like can't get it off. And you know, I'm like, you can't get it off. That is, there's nothing else. Throw me in the fire. (laughs) So I'm like standing there with like one arm in, like it's like so tight, suffocating me. And he he was like, do you need help? I was like, no. And he was like, let's take a pause. He was like why don't you come over here and lay down <laughs> with one arm in and one arm out just like calm down yeah I sound like a psycho right now but you guys know what you're ta- like you know what I'm talking about and no, it's yeah. just like he's so level-headed instead of like laughing at me or like him like he never gets himself in situations where it's like he's freaking out because he's like stuck in a sports bra you know like (laughs) well he doesn't try on sports bras (laughs) not on our marriage but um (laughs) but like he like doesn't have that like mini freak out moment and like he is he shows me that like I would have just breathed Mm -hmm. and like not been a spaz (laughs) sports bra would have come off the more I parent Carrie and the more I hear about this stuff with you the more I'm like oh no (laughs) that's what she does when she gets a toy stuck she's like just just, we're gonna work on your breathing for a second Because it's like, I might die like this. Like, that's how it feels. My heart rate is getting too high right now. <laughs> yeah. And like, he's so good at like being so level headed. He like teaches me that. He's like, yeah, it's temporary. Like, you're not going to be stuck in this forever. Yeah. Like, let's sh- just like lay down. <laughs> Do you ever oh, think yeah. that those levels of high stress for you? are the few times that he actually starts to feel a sense of stress. So he's like, we just need to breathe. (laughs) (laughs) That he feels stressed for me. Yeah. He's like, this is not good. (laughs) This is not a good situation. If he does, he doesn't show it. And I think a big part is because what he does for work, because he is not a, he, he, he is a certified pilot, but he's not a pilot in his job. Mm-hmm. he is a backseater. And so he navigates and he's a supporting role to the pilot. So like the pilot needs him and he needs the pilot, yeah. but like they are like, they work together. Right. And so yeah. if he sees something, he's not like going to freak out and like, no, he's going to communicate clearly. Cause that's what his job teaches him to do to communicate mm-hmm. clearly. And I'm like, oh, wow. This is great. <laughs> this is very helpful for me. So good at it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. Anyways, other like that. intangible things. Um, Avery's always been very, very good at sticking true to his convictions, regardless of what other people think or say, or um, like, I mean, we know everything that happened with the military in the past year. And he felt convicted one way or another. And even if it was hard, even if it meant like 
potentially losing things um and even if every single other person in his life was telling him to go a different direction he stuck to his guns and said no this is this is what I believe and it's just been helpful for me especially with um the platforms that we have because it can get really easy to just kind of water down our convictions so that it doesn't like bring the haters on (laughs) um and so it's been inspiring I guess just to walk alongside him in it and see him doing it in real life with his real relationships and his real job not that Instagram is fake but it's I the hate you get or the judgment you get is from people who literally are irrelevant in your life (laughs) um and so to see him do it firsthand is just like okay yeah like what excuse do I have to water down my everyday convictions Mm -hmm. (laughs) for people um and then the other thing that he's always been very good at is giving people benefit of the doubt I'm a lot more quick to judge or assume someone's um either their words or their conversation with me or something I feel like I'm always on the defense and he's always um much more devil's advocate yeah he he oh my gosh he's such a good devil's advocate it's almost annoying (laughs) he's been devil's advocate to me too and I feel so many times so good it's almost annoying it is because you're like just be on my side dang it (laughs) but then it makes you really like think and a lot of times it gives me more grace for people than I would have otherwise had so he's always been very good at that and yeah he he has played devil's advocate for for both of us simultaneously before because I'll just jump on your team. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I agree. And he's like, wait, you guys know. <laughs> like, Avery, you don't even understand. And he's like, but have you thought about? And you're like, well. But I don't want to. <laughs> well, I shut it out because it didn't go with my story. <laughs> God, That's me. That's typically me. So, so yeah. No, that's a really good one. Um. Another one is like so quick to like be positive. Um, mm. like for instance, Osaka. So again, we had that total <laughs> instance, whatever. <laughs> then it was like I planned for us to go to this like barbecue place on the water. Well, we get there and they're like, Oh yeah, you need reservations. I'm like, it's like eleven o'clock. Okay. Um, and so I was like, dang. So then I was like, all right, fail again. And so then we go to this, like, you're keeping tabs. Cafe. Yeah, this, like, cool cafe that was, like, in a library. And, like, he's, like, starving, poor guy. And so we, like, go there and it's, like, a really long line. I'm like, "Mm." and so then we finally find a place. And then that night, I was, like, really excited to, like, go to this, like, rooftop Irish pub in the city. So I was like, Patrick loves Irish pubs. I found this place looks so cool online. Great reviews. We get there. We were bamboozled. Like it was not like the photos. That is the worst. Terrible. And we like get to the rooftop. It's just us and like dead plants. And like on the photos, it looked like a beautiful terrace on the river. And I was like, what? again I was like I'm so sorry like I've literally failed at all like restaurant picking I'm like I'm done with restaurant picking and he's just like so quick to be like no like I love this like I'm spending time with you I'm drinking a Guinness like this is exactly what I wanted like so quick and I'm just like I can like dwell on it and he's just like it's yeah it's like don't let it sit at like who cares yeah the longer yeah. you dwell, the less time you have to be 
enjoying happy and he's moment. like yeah yeah exactly so quick to turn it around and so I like admire that and I'm trying to learn from that is like literally in a f- like snap of a fingers you can turn around your attitude and make the most of it yeah instead of being hung up on an expectation that you had for the plan yeah um, it's true so especially it's when true. you're like, into aesthetics and you have an expectation you're like oh <laughs> <laughs> this is not it that'll get you um, this is- <laughs> well, the thing that'll get me though is if it's just that many fails in a day eventually you're like all right let's just go to bed <laughs> I know uh, well I was like Patrick he, I was like I know you're really hungry like can you pick I was like I can't pick the place like, let's find a place together I'm like I can't be a part no. of it right now no <laughs> I'm bad luck <laughs> I'm like please so we went and got ramen and it was great of course, of course and I was like was. you are planning restaurants for now <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing that he is um qualified in yes he's ma- I'm not qualified in it at all um <laughs> yeah another one is the importance of continued learning he's always reading always learning something always yes like, Avery's, yes Avery's mm-hmm. doing the same all the time and he's always sharing books with me that I should read and then I don't read them so yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yep yeah and so I like think it's so attractive I'm like I want to like be on your level yes you know yes but um, not enough to read the books obviously but <laughs> but enough to is... read spark notes for sure <laughs> you're still better than me but it is really cool that they both do that and that we learn more through them totally we have conversations about it and I remember mm-hmm. the conversations and I take mm-hmm. it and try to implement it into my own life I just don't sit down and read the whole book and he's like if he- only you read it yeah, he essentially spark notes the book for me. And uh-huh. then I hear it and then I go on about my day. So <laughs> but it is it's it is one of the most um attractive things I think in him is he's constantly it's he's constantly learning, but he's also doing it from a place of wanting to constantly be better and to yeah. get better. Mm-hmm. Um and so I just think that's like it makes me want to go and be better, which is actually another thing that he we recently talked about and that I learned from him is that me taking time for myself isn't selfish. Um, and he called me out on it and was like, I want you to take time for yourself, because when you take time for yourself, when you spend 10 minutes putting on makeup, when you spend some time on your outfit or your hair or whatever, to me, that's like reflective of how you feel about me and how you treat me or desire me or whatever and so it's not a selfish thing even if we have two kids even if you're not going to leave the house even if it feels vain or whatever like that is important because it relays your love for me in a specific way Uh it's the silent love letter it totally is oh my gosh that's so cute is that from something remember when we did that advice like I read advice that people gave me on Instagram about marriage oh someone said like all the chores you do are your silent love letter to him I've always kept that in my mind I love that that's Mm -hmm. true well and it helped me because the whole mom guilt thing which is super annoying because I told myself before becoming a mom that I will never fall into mom guilt culture it's (laughs) not a culture it's real life Uh, and you fall into it whether you like to or not but it was super helpful that he said that because now anytime I'm doing my makeup or something, it's like, there's zero guilt about it. And it's like, no, this is something I'm doing for him. This is something I'm doing for myself. Like, this is not a selfish thing. This is not a vain thing. 
And so I just learned that about from him because it's the same thing. Like if he, if he just let himself go to waste and if he didn't read books to better himself and if he didn't like constantly try to be better and to put his best foot forward and to show up the best self possible for us, I would start to feel like, why doesn't he, why aren't we worth it? You know? Yeah. Uh-huh. And so uh-huh. he made that very clear and apparent to me recently and it's been a game changer for us. So I love that. Um, another thing, kind of like what you were saying about like the cooking thing, like cooking from scratch Mm. is that Patrick takes the time to do things right. And I take the time to just get it done. (laughs) And (laughs) I'm like, there's gotta be a faster way. Like, instead of like finding the right, like use of the purpose of whatever thing I'm doing, it's like, no, like I'm just pick a knife, any knife, cut a corner and like get it done because it doesn't matter. And he's like, but there's like so much more purpose when you like Mm -hmm. do it with purpose. And I'm like, let's, how many can, how many things can I get done? Let's go. Um, yeah, the knife thing, especially like there is a way he's like, you know, if you just like cut the onion, right, it would take you half the time. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I could just cut it like this and then just like keep making chopping motions. And (laughs) well, because I'm programmed to do it this way, it'll actually be quicker than me. Keep just like mincing everything, you know, um, (laughs) hacking away at it. (laughs) So like, that's something I've learned is like, like slowing down can actually help you. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's, that's like the equivalent to me taking a tack and putting it into the wall where I think I want the photo to go and then taking it out and realizing it needs to go a little lower and a little more to the left. And at this point I've now made three holes in the wall, whereas Avery would have pulled out the measuring tape and the nails and done it once and it done it perfectly. I'm (laughs) laughing so much because this this is going to show how different we are, Megan. You take a tack. I straight up put the hole in the wall. (laughs) I nail it. <laughs> you jump straight it, off the ledge, and then I like, I'm like, hang out. Oh, that's not right. So then I'm like, well, I can only move it up now because <laughs> there's a hole. That hole and is still there's be- too many holes where I have to like, if I'm like hanging up, there's like a picture above it. I have to now like move that whole photo because there was like too many holes in the bottom photo. That's bad. And you should not own a house. <laughs> Patrick's going to die when he hears this. Oh um, my God. But yeah, I was laughing. So you're like, I take attack. I'm like, I make the hole. You're I like, I send it. I go, to- sh- <laughs> go to town. And if that doesn't describe who I am, I don't know what does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm risky. I'm, I'm risky. And then I meet Ooh, Cece. I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I am very... <laughs> Like I'm living life on the edge. Yeah. I'm like, this is spontaneous. No, it's not. (laughs) I straight up go to the hammer. Yeah. I just pound it in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's bad. Um, That would, that gives me so much. I'm going to come to your house and just remove a photo. You will see how many holes there You will see. And uh, yeah. Yeah. And on that note. It's good night. On that note, <laughs> now that everyone listening is stressed out, <laughs> we're gonna leave you guys there. Good night. And this is and not blessings. a good look for me. They're like she's freaking out. Like I can just picture her. She's like chopping onions with like the holes in the wall, and then she's like, she she should like, not be left alone struggling with a sports bra and like. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> she's just saying stuff left and right without thinking about it. She's a mess. <laughs> I thought that's she why we have. Together. That's why we have good husbands. <laughs> it's so funny because it's like I sound so. I sound worse than I am. <laughs> I function fine. I function I fine. Everything's. I mean, my onions are chopped at the end of the day. Are they not? <laughs> Pictures are hung. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like you won't see the onion. It's not like it's, it's going in the pasta sauce. Like you'll never know what kind of shape it was in. You'll never um, know what knife was used to cut. You it. will never know. <laughs> and honestly, will. the most time it's like, it's a, like, I will use whatever knife I already use. So I just don't have to clean another knife. Yep. Because you're not supposed to put yep. those knives in the dishwasher, you know? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Didn't know that one. Because <laughs> it Avery, dulls them. Oh, well, Avery has a knife sharpening kit and really like he's really good at it and likes doing that. And so I guess I just lucked out because I throw those bad boys in the dishwasher and let Avery oh. sharpen them. Well, some people don't have a husband all the time. So my men. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm ready to leave. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> leave your voicemails, ladies. We would love to hear what you learned from your husbands or your man, boyfriend, fiance, whatever it is, um, ex-boyfriend, maybe. Um <laughs> so ex-husband. Off no, I'm kidding. Oh, I hope not. That's I'm, tragic. <laughs> sorry, that went down a dark hole. Uh but yeah, we would love to learn because I think this is great. Like celebrating the goodness of our men is so anti, it's like so countercultural right now. Yes. Um, yeah. And that dialogue needs to happen. And it's really nice to just sit back and actually reflect on like how many things they teach you and you learn from and how you're such like a better human because of them. Yeah. So true. I love this conversation. I hope they do too. I hope they're not yeah. too embarrassed by us. And no, or by me. I'm, I guarantee you they're probably like, Oh my gosh, Cece also struggles putting on sports bras. Wow, she's human. Yes. (laughs) Like, I just, like, I'll never forget the face when Patrick looked over and he was like, do you need help? I was like, no. I'm fine. (laughs) All right, we need to go. Um, 312-775-2615. And we will see you next Monday. Yay! Can't wait. Bye, guys. Bye, ladies. Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. Make sure you call our hotline, subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it.